Hi everyone, I'm Gary Lewis and welcome to the Geo Podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about longshore drift. Whenever you visit a beach on the coastline, you may notice that the sand never looks the same. The profile of the beach changes. Sometimes you go and it's a long, flat beach. Other times it's steep. Sometimes there are like large mounds of sand going out with troughs. And other times it's sort of equal and level. And the reason that happens is that sand is constantly moving along the beach because of longshore drift. So how does longshore drift work? Well, just imagine for a minute that you are one sand grain that's in the wave zone on a beach. When the wave comes in, it's going to roll you up the beach. When the wave washes back, it's going to roll you back down the beach. And so all day, you're going to be rolling up the beach and down the beach, up the beach and down the beach. And if the wave energy stays the same, you should just move from one position up the beach and then back down to the same position again. But if the wave is coming from a slightly different direction, an angle to the beach, then you might get washed up the beach and move maybe an inch to the right. And then when the wave washes down the beach, you will wash back down and you will be an inch or so further to the right than when you started. Then the next wave washes you up another inch to the right and then down. And over a period of time, you will find that you, as the one lonely sand grain, have moved along the beach. And we call that movement longshore drift. And it's because the waves are not reaching the beach at 90 degrees. They're hitting the beach at an angle. Now imagine that the next day you're that same sand grain on the beach, but you've now moved probably half the way along the beach. But today the waves are coming from a different direction. So this time, instead of moving to the right with every wave, you're moving to the left with every wave. And you might end up being washed back towards where you started the day before. And the important thing to know here is that sand grains are going to move both one way and the other way along a beach, but it is the predominant wave direction that controls over time the major direction that the sand is going to move in. So on some shorelines, the predominant wave direction might be, say, from the south. So that means that the sand will be moving from the south towards the north. Occasionally there might be a storm or change where the wind direction heads in a different direction causing the waves to come from a different direction and the sand grains might move slightly back in that direction but because the predominant wave direction is from one angle from the south then longshore drift will move sand from the southern side of the beach to the northern side of the beach. Now of course we have to add to that what's happening with the currents when the tide comes up and you as a little sand grain are no longer in the wave zone but you are offshore and the water currents then may move you as well. But most water currents tend to move in the same direction as the predominant wind direction. So while the wind is creating the waves that move you as a sand grain when you're in the wave zone, when you're outside of that wave zone 
you will find that you will move probably in the same direction because of offshore currents. So if you look at any beach profile from the air or from a drone or from a satellite, you will notice that there normally is not an equal amount of sand from one end of the beach to the other and you'll get an accumulation of sand in one direction. So on the south coast of New South Wales, for example, in Australia, the sand tends to be smaller accumulation of sand in the southern ends of beaches and a larger accumulation in the northern ends of beaches because the predominant wave direction is from the south, so longshore drift is moving sand from the south and northwards. But that's not the case on all the beaches. You can go to places in California where the predominant direction of the waves is from the north, and that means that sand is moving from the north to the south. What happens when that sand reaches a headland? Well, the wave action no longer can act on the sand, but the sand can get washed by the waves out into the ocean currents and because the predominant ocean current is taking the sand in the same direction as the predominant wave current then the sand will move offshore around the headland and be fed into the next beach. A neat way to demonstrate longshore drift is if you visit a beach you take some coloured sand with you and you put it in a line on the beach measure where it is and then come back in an hour later and see whether the colour in the sand is in the same place or whether it's moved from that place and moved along the beach to give you an idea of the direction of the movement for that day. Another thing to notice is if there's been some human-made obstruction to the movement of sand, like the building of a groin or a wharf or a breakwater, you will notice that the sand will accumulate where the longshore drift has moved the sand up to the beach and it's came to that obstruction and it will accumulate of that obstruction. Sometimes those obstructions are made specifically to stop sand from moving away from the beach. So they may be there to stop sand erosion from the beach and keep sand especially in tourist areas. So the next time you're sitting at the beach with your toes in the sand, just remember that that sand has been moving because of longshore drift. And that's it for this episode on longshore drift. But if you're interested in other topics in earth science, come and visit us at geoetc.com. That's G-E-O-E-T-C dot com. But for now, keep on rocking.